The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. He's one of the most infamous figures of prophecy, the one called the Antichrist. Even in the imaginations of many in the public who are completely ignorant of Bible prophecy, the name Antichrist calls up visions of Armageddon, fathomless evil, and the end of the world. And the prophecies of your Bible are clear. The Antichrist is coming. In fact, there is good cause to believe that he is alive today and that the keys to his coming reign of terror are being put into place right now. Will you be able to recognize him when he arrives on the scene? The Bible gives us all the clues we need to know him for who he is, and today, we're going to give them to you. Today on Tomorrow's World, we want you to prepare to meet the Antichrist. Stay tuned. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World. What do U.S. President Barack Obama, former President Ronald Reagan, PLO leader Yasser Arafat, and Microsoft founder Bill Gates have in common? Each of them, at one time or another, has been suspected by some of being the Antichrist. Foretold thousands of years ago in both the Old and New Testaments, the Antichrist is one of the most talked about figures in prophecy. The Bible predicts that he will rise and cause more death, destruction, and human suffering than any single figure in history ever has. And yet few understand who or what the Antichrist actually is. Later in our program, we're going to make available one of our most powerful booklets on this topic, Who or What is the Antichrist? You'll want to note the contact information that will show on your screen to get your free copy. And it is information you'll want to know because the prophecies of the Antichrist are real. During the lives of most of you watching this program today, the Antichrist will rise to power and will deceive the vast majority of humanity. Life or death will be on the line at that time, a time just ahead of us. And while many will note that the Bible speaks of many Antichrists, from the apostles' days down onto our own, it also speaks of a final antichrist in league with the devil himself who will exert power over the entire world. Imagine the full complement of weaponry and modern warfare, the almost limitless destructive capacity of mankind at the beck and call of an individual with no regard for the life of man, woman, or child a man directly given over to the influence of Satan the devil. The scriptures describe a time of horrifying devastation to come with this false prophet at the center of it all. This isn't a topic simply for academic speculation. I've mentioned before on this program that I'm the father of four young boys. 
my wife and I don't seem to know how to make daughters. And when I think of them, I understand that I have an obligation to watch as Christ admonishes us, to be on guard for the rise of this instrument of Satan prophesied to come in our day and time. And don't take it for granted that you'll be able to recognize this deceptive and powerful figure when he arrives on the scene. The Bible reveals that almost no one will. If you have your Bible with you, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 13. Speaking of deceptive ministers, Paul says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. Do you understand this? Satan doesn't come across as evil. He appears as something marvelous and honorable, humble and helpful. His ministers, self-deluded though many of them may be, do the same seeming to be the very ministers of Christ himself. In the remainder of today's program, we will do our best to use God's word to introduce the Antichrist to you, in a sense, to help you meet the Antichrist so that you will recognize him when he rises on the world scene. We'll give you clear signs to look for, all of them based on your own Bible that will help you see this man for who he is and what he is. But first, let me give you an opportunity to request our free booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? This really is a life or death topic. This booklet will allow you to prove from your own Bible the identity of the Antichrist and the influence of his deceptive religion that is in our society now, even in what is called Christianity. The information is completely free to the public. Contact us for your copy today. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. Welcome back. Today we're going to introduce you to the Antichrist by describing several specific signs you can watch for so that you can recognize him when he arises on the world scene. Now, the first of these signs may shock some of you because it goes against the current popular wisdom. 
From the days of the supposed prophet Nostradamus of the 16th century to modern television documentaries on the subject, this first point is often gotten completely wrong. According to God's Word, the Antichrist is not a military or political leader. Rather, the Antichrist will lead a religion as the head of a great false church. This mistake arises because many confuse the Antichrist with the infamous Beast of Revelation, which is a military, political, and economic powerhouse that will dominate the world in the end times. However, the Antichrist and this beast are two completely distinct beings. Turn to Revelation chapter 17. Here the Apostle John records a remarkable vision shown to him by Jesus Christ and the angels under his command. And I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. The Bible consistently uses women as symbols of religious systems and prophecy and fornication, adultery, and prostitution as symbols of idol worship and compromise with pagan worship practices. The picture of the harlot or prostitute riding the beast is clear. The beast itself pictures the great military, economic, and political powerhouse that is prophesied to come on the scene and the leader of that system. However, the beast is being ridden by a prostitute, picturing the false religious system and the head of that system who will seek to use that military and political power for its own ends. The head of that false religious system is the Antichrist. Elsewhere in Revelation, this individual is called a powerful false prophet. Again, not a military or political leader, but a powerful religious leader. Again, the Antichrist will be a religious leader, not a political one. And what kind of religious leader will he be? Actually, Scripture says that the Antichrist will appear very Christ-like, and he will come in the name of Jesus Christ. In his powerful prophecy given on the Mount of Olives in the area of Jerusalem and recorded in Matthew 24, Jesus Christ warns us that many will come practicing religious deception and that they will come in the name of Christ. The Antichrist will be the end times culmination of this deception, though he'll appear Christ-like on the outside. In Revelation chapter 13, beginning in verse 11, we read of another beast rising from the earth, symbolizing this false prophet. 
Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. Now notice, this beast, the coming Antichrist, looked like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. Scripture consistently uses the lamb as a symbol for Jesus Christ, but a dragon as a symbol for Satan the devil. It is vital to understand what is being said here. This coming figure will look very much like a great Christian leader, kind, compassionate, caring, selfless, and good, seemingly a representative of Jesus Christ. But what he teaches and will enforce are not the doctrines of the Bible because he speaks as a dragon, because it is Satan's counterfeit Christianity that he teaches. We will discuss some of the key teachings of the Antichrist later in our program. But another key sign of the Antichrist will be that he will eventually be able to work powerful miracles and wonders that will astonish and deceive many. Turn again to Revelation 13, where the Antichrist was described as looking like a lamb, but speaking like a dragon. Beginning in verse 13, we read, He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do, in the sight of the beast. This individual will have the ability to call down fire from heaven, much like the prophet Elijah did in the Old Testament. How amazing will that be? In 2 Thessalonians, the apostle Paul describes this coming false prophet as well, providing details in chapter 2. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Watch for this, because this man will very likely arrive on the world scene performing these signs and lying wonders within our lifetimes. Before we continue, let me take a moment to remind you of the free book that we're making available today, Who or What is the Antichrist? And I do have to warn you, it is not a book for the politically correct. It pulls no punches and it boldly names names. Like all of our literature, it's available for no charge. Just call, write, or click to get your copy. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. Welcome back. We said earlier in our program that the religious teachings of the Antichrist will not be the teachings of Jesus Christ. He'll look like Christ the Lamb, but he will speak and teach the doctrines of Satan the dragon with the subtle perversions of the truth. Our next two points consider key parts of that doctrine. The fourth characteristic of the Antichrist that we'll highlight today is that he will deny that Christ comes in the flesh. This is a crucial point and one that is very easy to miss. This key doctrine of the Antichrist is described 
in 2 John verse 7. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Most assume that John is speaking only of heretics who did not believe that Jesus truly did live in the flesh as a person, like you and I do. And he certainly includes such teachers in his condemnation. However, John does not say that the Antichrist doctrine is that Christ did not come in the flesh in the past. He says that the deceivers do not teach Christ, quote, as coming in the flesh. That is a present tense verb, Christ continuing to come in the flesh. What does this mean? The scriptures reveal that Jesus Christ not only died for our sins, but more than that. He lives now in those who have God's Spirit. The same life He lived 2,000 years ago, struggling against sin and keeping the commandments of God, helping the Christian to grow in godly character. Consider the beautiful truth of Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is why Paul says in the book of Romans that we're reconciled by his death, but we're saved by his life. As opposed to Christ doing it all at his crucifixion, as so many teach, Christ lives his life in the converted Christian daily, helping him or her to continue growing and conquering sin now in this life. The Antichrist will deny this fundamental but often ignored teaching of Christian life, that we are to continue conquering sin in the flesh now, in our lives now, through Christ actively living in us today. And this leads us to a fifth characteristic of the Antichrist that we can use to recognize him. He will reject God's law. As we've already seen in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we find Paul describing the Antichrist, a man of sin who will work lying wonders and exalt himself above God. In verses 8 and 9, we're told, And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. The Antichrist will teach a doctrine of lawlessness. But what does it really mean when God calls a person lawless? We get more details in the book of Daniel. Daniel is a marvelous book for providing an overview of history and prophetic vision. And we see in Daniel chapter 7, verse 25, 
He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times and law. He will change the law from God's law to some other law or tradition. When God describes someone as lawless, He doesn't care about the laws of man, speed limits and taxes and building codes or what have you. God is saying that such a one denies His laws. Those are the laws that truly matter to God. And this coming Antichrist will do away with the laws of God. Teach that the commandments of God aren't important, aren't needed, and replace them with the laws and rules of His religion. This coming lawless one, the Antichrist, will claim authority that no one but God Almighty has, attempting to change the very law of God. And frankly, in this way, many of you watching today are already affected by this very teaching. We still have two more vital characteristics of the coming final Antichrist to discuss on today's program. But I want to give you one more chance to request today's free booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? Here are some of the section titles from the booklet. How Millions Have Been Deceived, The Harlot of Revelation 17, A Persecuting Church, Many Antichrists, What You Should Do. There are people and organizations who do not want you to have this booklet, but it is yours for the asking. Here's the information you need for your free copy. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227, or call this toll-free number, 1-800-236-0531. That number again is 1-800-236-0531. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. Welcome back. We have two more characteristics you need to know about the coming final Antichrist. And the next one is sobering. The Antichrist will persecute true Christians. We saw this before the break in Daniel 7.25, where we read that the Antichrist shall persecute the saints of the Most High. Think of all the images that all of us have seen of concentration camps and the horrors of World War II in which millions of Jews were herded to their deaths. Now imagine such machinery turned onto a new minority, those Christians Jesus calls His little flock, who reject lawlessness and who believe in the commandments of God and follow them. Turn to Revelation 12 
where the fierce anger of Satan is described in the last days. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13, 7 speaks of the military might of the beast power being turned against true Christians. And verse 15 makes this even clearer. He, that is the Antichrist, was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. This will be a modern-day inquisition on a horrific scale never before seen on planet Earth. But did you notice there in verse 15 that it did not say that the Antichrist himself will kill true Christians? Rather, he causes them to be killed. This leads to the last characteristic we'll discuss on today's program. The Antichrist will point the world to a revived Roman Empire, a political military powerhouse of strength and might such as the world has never seen before. This is the beast of Revelation which we mentioned earlier. This will be an unholy alliance of church and state. And the Antichrist, that false prophet, will use the political and military power of the beast to kill true commandment-keeping Christians, just as the power of Rome was used to kill Jesus Christ. Remember, the woman rides the beast. While the Antichrist will use its religious influence, miracle-working power, and vast false church to help unify the kingdom of the revived Roman Empire beast power, it will also ride that beast power turning its military might into a weapon against those who remain true to their calling in the real Jesus Christ and their faithfulness to the laws and commandments of their Father in heaven. However, while prophecy does say that this individual will have his way for a time of terror on the world, it also promises his end at the coming of Jesus Christ. Speaking of the soon coming revealing of this false prophet, the Apostle Paul prophesies in 2 Thessalonians 2 and verse 8, And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The Apostles John and Paul both warn us that the power of the false religion of the Antichrist is in the world today. But for those of us who recognize the Antichrist for who and what he is, and who remain faithful to the true Jesus Christ, not the counterfeit, we will ultimately inherit all things at the coming of Christ and the commencement of the kingdom of God in tomorrow's world. May God speed that day to all of us. I hope you'll request this week's free offer. And I hope you'll join us on Tomorrow's World again next week or online anytime. Richard Ames, Gerald Weston, and I 
will be here continuing to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ, the hope of the coming kingdom, and the exciting end time prophecies and their meaning. We'll see you right here at this same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.